0: Hello, you're listening to Health Professional Radio. Welcome and thank you for joining us for another segment. We're going to be speaking with Dr. Vivek Sabaya this morning. I am your host, Neil Howard, and he's joining us to discuss the importance of biomarker testing for personalized cancer treatment and the benefits of Gavreto. It's a targeted therapy for people living with RET positive metastatic non-small cell lung cancer. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Vivek Sabaya. Thanks for joining us this morning.
1: Uh, Thank you, Neil, for having me here. Uh, It's a pleasure and honor to talk about this important uh, part of precision medicine and precision oncology. And so nice to talk to you. Thank you.
0: Well, give our listeners a bit of your background. What is it that you do? Where are you practicing? And what is it that uh, prompted you to go into your area of interest?
1: Thank you. My name is Vivek Subhaya. I'm an associate professor and a medical oncologist in the Department of Investigational Cancer Therapeutics, which is the early phase, phase one clinical trials program at the University of Texas, MD Anderson Cancer Center. Mm-hmm. And we do novel phase one first in human clinical trials. And this is one of the largest uh, first in human clinical trials, uh, oncology, drug development unit in the world and I'm the center medical director for this clinical center for targeted therapy. And also I have another hat as an executive director for cancer medicine research at MD Anderson Cancer Network. Again, I serve as uh, the principal investigator in over 50 uh, first-in-human phase one or phase two clinical trials. My research interests are primarily in drug development in rare cancers, especially biomarker-driven rare cancers. Again, I've led several first-in-human practice-changing novel basket studies, uh, including uh, precision oncology studies, targeting the BRAF, uh, like Vemurafenib, for adim disease, Dabrafenib and Prematinib, which are BRAF inhibitors, for this rare uh, form of thyroid cancer, aggressive form of thyroid cancer called anaplastic uh, thyroid cancer. That was the first FDA approval for that cancer. Recently, I led uh, the selective RET inhibitor trials, uh, pralsetinib and selpercatinib for RET-dependent uh, cancers. Again, I'm a major advocate of uh, precision oncology, and I do a lot of uh, clinical trials that target multiple targets in several first-in-human trials, and published over 250 peer-reviewed uh, articles in many journals. Again, uh, you know, my mission in as a medical oncologist, is being an advocate for patients to advance precision medicine so that we can match the right treatment to the right patient at the right time.
0: Well, normally, how does lung cancer, we're going to talk about non-small cell lung cancer, uh, how does lung cancer typically present in a patient and how is it normally treated briefly?
1: So, lung cancer is the cancer that occurs in the lungs. So lung cancer can occur in smokers and non-smokers. And in fact, the lung cancer in non-smokers is rising uh, recently. So one of the things about lung cancer is, uh, you know, it can be completely asymptomatic. People may not know that they have lung cancer. It can be just a small nodule or a small dot in the lung. Uh, And that is usually discovered incidentally on a CT scan. And again, there are even uh, studies to show that uh, in patients who are high risk, especially smokers, low-dose CT screening is useful in those patients. Again, many of patients who develop lung cancer, you know, come up with cough or nausea or chest pain, that's how they present with. And when we do a simple x-ray, what they see is a small lung nodule. The x-ray is followed by, a CT scan which shows a higher resolution of the nodule. Following that, what happens is uh, they get a biopsy. You know, biopsy is one day they, they take the tumor tissue either through a needle or through surgery and then the tumor tissue is looked under the microscope and then physician, physicians can see what type of cancer it is.
0: As far as biomarker testing, how is it beneficial in early detection?
1: So, I earlier mentioned that when the tumor tissue is looked under the microscope, a physician can see what type of cancer it is. But physicians can also look for changes in the DNA of the tumor that might be causing the tumor to grow. Sometimes these changes are what are called as biomarkers or molecular markers. Mm -hmm. So let's take a step back. So one way to think about is like an instruction book. If there is a typo in the instruction book, the cell receives the wrong instructions and can grow into cancer. Biomarker testing looks for these typos, so physicians know if you're a candidate to receive a specific targeted therapy that directly addresses those typos. For instance, an error in this gene called the RET, the red gene, is one biomarker that physicians look for in non-small cell lung cancer. If you have non small cell lung cancer, it is important to talk to your doctor about a comprehensive biomarker testing to see if you have an error in the red gene or any of the biomarkers. So lung cancer has right now become the poster child for precision oncology. Mm-hmm. And we almost have at least 10 targets that we have matched drugs for. The results of this biomarker testing can influence the treatment options.
0: Now, as far as these treatment options are are concerned, I do understand that there are much more personalized treatment options available outside of the traditional uh, chemotherapy and radiation uh, treatments. I understand that uh, Givrido is one of these treatments. Can you tell us about it? How does it work?
1: Absolutely. So let's take a step back. So what is RET gene, right? So there are two types of RET alterations or errors in the gene. One is called the red point mutation. Uh, You can think of that as places where the DNA is misspelled. These are often found in a form of thyroid cancer called medullary thyroid cancer. The other is called the red rearrangement or gene fusion. That is when a piece of DNA joins with another gene and creates a fusion. This fusion leads to uncontrolled cell growth and cancer. This is the most common red gene error in lung cancer. There are different types of ret gene rearrangements. The type depends upon which the gene is fused or joined with ret. So, if someone knows that they have a ret, GRA, RET uh, gene rearrangement, uh, you know the first line treatment for ret rearrangement for stage four, you know patients are specific drugs that target or inhibit ret. So, this drug, procetinib or gavretto, is currently approved for ret driven non small cell lung cancer so within a few months the cancer you know evolves so the ret inhibitors directly block the cells that rapidly divide the cancer cells again you can think about uh, the cancer cells you know from that move from 1 to 2 2 to 4 4 8 and so on and so forth and these cells are individually driven by this biomarker called RET fusion or RET gene rearrangement. This drug, Tralsetinib or Gavretto, is a designer drug that is customized to directly target this biomarker known as RET. RET is a receptor tyrosine kinase, you know, that's what we call a biomarker. Mm -hmm. And is a bona fide oncogene that drives many cancers beyond lung cancers as well. The RET gene plays a normal role in kidney development or embryonic development. And, you know, although RET was one of the first genes to be cloned from an epithelial tumor, patients with non-small cell lung cancer have only derived modest benefit in the last uh, 20 years because most of the drugs that were used for RET inhibition, for instance, drugs that we call as multi-kinase inhibitors, like cabozantinib and vandetanib, were originally designed to target other, you know, pathways, other biomarkers like vega f two, which is a protein kinase, and they inhibit those targets more potently than RET. So patients with those multi kinase inhibitors uh, got hypertension, uh, proteinuria, you know, changes in the EKG. Mm-hmm. So we needed a drug, a customized drug, to target RET. And that's what a project in the Mugabit served is that this was a a designer drug, a next generation, we call it a small molecule inhibitor, which is specifically designed and highly potent to selectively target this RET gene fusion and RET gene biomarker. And, you know, we started doing this study in uh, 2017. And, you know, right from the first few patients, we saw a dramatic uh, you know, potential for this drug uh, to, you know, change the landscape of red-positive uh, non-small-cell lung cancer.
0: Doctor, is there anything that you'd like to add? So historically,
1: patients with red-fusion-positive non-small-cell lung cancer have had few safe and effective treatment options outside the standard of care available for tumors without targetable oncogenic drivers. Arrow was the first prospective study to investigate investigate this drug called Cavretto or Prositinil, for the treatment of red altered solid tumors. So this drug is currently US FDA approved. And in fact, it is also EMA approved for the treatment of red fusion positive non-small cell lung cancer. Again, prostitinib is a designer drug that shows a manageable safety profile and also very promising clinical activity in patients with non-small cell lung cancer irrespective of the previous treatment history of fusion partner.
0: Well, Dr. Sabaya, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio this morning, giving us this information about Gavrido. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Vivek Sabaya. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio. You can also learn more at www.gavretto-hcp.com.